0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie May Peluso. Hope you're doing well. Nice to see you again. I can't see you, but in my heart, I can. I can feel you. That's weird. Probably shouldn't say that right off the top that I can feel you, but I can. And it feels pretty good. It feels pretty, pretty good. I am... Super, super, super excited. I can't stand saying that. And I'm gonna erase it from my vocabulary. Cause usually when people say that, they're not really, really super, super excited, and they're just saying it because they don't know what else to say. And that's true in this in, in this instance. <laughs> you caught me. Uh check out the YouTube page. Go to youtube.com forward slash Jessie May Peluso. Click subscribe and like. Uh, We put a bunch of fun clips there. The video for the podcast lives there and a whole bunch of other really wild stuff, not just on my page, but you guys know the internet is uh, a little crazy. YouTube, I don't understand the algorithms. It's like they take certain things down or they pin you, ping you for using music, but then there's like, you know, sex acts being done. In in barns and those somehow slip through the algorithm cracks. So there's no rhyme or reason. But go to my page. There aren't any. There's no barn sex scenes, unfortunately. Well, not yet. We don't know. We might add that to the Patreon. Go to the YouTube page. Join it. Support it. Have fun with my videos <laughs> that I have totally just really let you down about. Because here you are going, hoping you're going to see some sort of like donkey pu- donkey punch. <laughs> Mexican circus and you're just going to get me talking to some, you know, psychiatrist about the benefits of of meditation on on your brain. So, hey, to each his own. Also, go to the Patreon page. Speaking of Patreon, check out my Patreon page. I am releasing all sorts of Uh, exclusive videos and fun content there. Patreon.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. It is a long name to say. I do realize there's a lot of syllables in my name. Uh, I've often joked that I sound like a gangster hillbilly or a hillbilly gangster, rather. Jesse May Peluso. I've joked about that for years it, it doesn't go together. Nothing about Jesse May should be in the same vicinity as Paluso. You know, it, it's oil and water. Like what, what are we doing here? To, how did we get here? But it's kind of like a house party where there's just a bunch of random people. My name is basically the house party of names. And Jesse May is, it really is its own creation From my parents, because my true name, my, uh, on my, uh, you know, how I was born is Jessica May, which is what my tour manager refers to me as every morning at 6 a.m. when he leaves me voice notes. He knows who he is Jessica May, Jessica May. That's what he says every morning, and I can't get it out of my head. People who really know me call me Jessica May. So there's some insider info. And now I know that if I see you in the street and you scream out Jessica May, I'm going to know you listen to the fucking podcast and I'm going to have a certain level of respect for you for that deep cut, for hanging on to that deep cut for me. And the, you know, the the birth of, of Jesse May, my parents would call me that. My mom and dad each individually would call me that. So it is essentially a evolution of Jessica May. It's kind of like a farm, a farm hand <laughs> handle. How there's Twitter handles there were once farm handles too, like bessie may Nancy Lou, that was my mom's name, um Bobby Sue and Jessie May. Those are like the Twitter handle of barns and farms, so you know, my mother wanting to hang on to her heritage of growing up in a in a farmhouse with seven children and probably immeasurable animals, she named me Jessie May. And my sister is Emily Jane. So we definitely have these two of the most common names at the time in the 19, early 1990s. Thank you. In uh, 1980s, um, Je- Jessica and Emily were the most popular names. So I'm not saying my mom was like the most creative when it came. I think she just was like, oh, whatever. Jessica and Emily is good. But then she really spiced it up when we got to the middle name. She's like, now, hold on a minute here. We're not going to go. We're not going Anne or Marie. Cause we did that in the first name, so we're really gonna kick it up a notch in the middle, and add a little farm dust on it. She sprinkled farm dust on our middle names, and I I, I love her for it. You know, um, I'll have to love her from afar because she's dead. But <laughs> <laughs> normally my intros are a little bit short, and I get right to the episode, but. I wanted to talk with you guys and say hello. I also want to say thank you for your patience. I was unable to travel to Edmonton last week due to extenuating health circumstances. I am okay. I will be, let's see, where am I going to be this weekend? Nowhere. I'm off this weekend. Okay. So coming up in October, we kick off our girl tour. Carly and I, if you are unaware, we started a podcast together. Carly Aquilino, my former Girl Code castmate and myself have started a podcast we created during quarantine. It's called Girl, G-Y-R-L. It is currently a Patreon-exclusive podcast. A few of you have complained that we're, quote-unquote, hiding behind a paywall, which, by the way, don't act like you knew that phrase your whole life. Oh, you're hiding behind a paywall. That's something that just popped up recently because of all of these fan-based services like Patreon and OnlyFans. And by the way, it's not hiding behind a paywall. It's an exchange of service. We're serving you and we love to serve you. And it's 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 something that is a, a part of the, the, the culture where we go and do things and we get paid for them. So thank you very much. We think we're worth it. And um, it's a Patreon exclusive. Go to patreon.com forward slash girl, G-Y-R-L, and join the fun podcast every week with two or three different exclusive content-based videos. We have Q&As. We're trying to set up a live Q&A through the Patreon as well. And we're going on tour. We're starting our tour this year, and it's very exciting. We're starting in, basically, where it kind of all started in New York City. Our first show will be at the City Winery, and that's going to be October 9th. Carly and I, the first show has sold out. Our stand-up show has sold out and our podcast show is currently almost sold out. So go to jessimay.com for tickets. You can go to City Winery NYC for tickets. And the only thing that's available right now is the podcast version of the show. The first show that sold out was the stand-up. And now that all we have available is the podcast version. And we will also be in Texas. I believe that's in November The 18th to the 20th. That's in Austin, Texas at the Creek in the Cave. And just check the website because one show is a stand up show. The other show is a podcast, which is her and I shooting the shit, going through topics, having a lot of fun with the audience, playing games, doing Q and A's. And then the stand up version is just like us doing our own individual stand up. So depends on what you want. We wanted to do both so that you both could, you guys could choose between the two to see what you would rather enjoy. So, um, and and then we are doing a full spring tour in 2022. Uh, I think we have about 10 dates right now. And uh, I'm so, I'm super, super excited. (laughs) I actually am. I actually am super, super excited. I will be honest. I am, uh, I feel very proud about what we did and what we've created. It's, and she's one of my best friends. So that's all that matters to me now As I just want to tour with my best friends. I want to do work with people who I actually love. So please come out, enjoy the show, check out the podcast. That's going to be so much fun with Jessica May and Carly Aquilino. And um, what else do we have going on? My wide open tour is has continued through October. I will be in Sacramento the 14th through the 16th at the Punchline I will be in Rhode Island at the Comedy Connection the 22nd and 23rd of October, and I'm going to be in Poughkeepsie. I don't know the name of the club. I think it's like the Comedy Corner or something like that in Poughkeepsie on the 29th and 30th. That's Poughkeepsie, New York. And I'll also be in uh, Key West, Florida the weekend after Thanksgiving, which is November. So and there's more dates for my wide open tour, which is just me solo with Leo Flowers. So check that out. And right now, as it's planned, we are doing New Year's Eve in Syracuse. I believe the Funny Bone has just reopened. I was speaking to the owner, like, "Hey, everyone's worried. What's going on? Are we opening? Are we not opening?" So as it stands now, we are good. The The club is opening. We are set for New Year's Eve at the Funny Bone in Carousel Mall, aka Destiny USA. But I am super, super excited. <laughs> I really am. Um, it's going to be a fun show. And it's my hometown, you know, it will be my first show. There's a lot of firsts when people die in your life. It'll be my first show in my hometown without either of my parents there. And it's pretty, I think, meaningful because it's the end of the year. Even though time is just a constraint we've put on ourselves and a creation for us to sort of keep... uh, an idea of of days and to have a mathematical approach to our existence. You know, I don't really believe in time and, and I don't, I don't really believe in labels, but it is significant and it does symbolize a little bit of an evolution from a child to an adult. So that show is going to be super special for me. I'm going to have some special guests and giveaways and a lot of fun that night. So that's going to be New Year's Eve in Syracuse, New York. And I think I've rambled on enough. I feel like I mark Marin the fuck out of this intro today, and i today's guest is someone who I'm recently enamored with because he's just he's so he's so weird in all the all the best ways, and he was kind enough to allow me to use his studio because my home studio was unusable because there's construction going on that I wasn't made aware of, and I am about to march my ass right down to. My management office and raise bloody hell. But that's neither here nor there. This episode is here. And I hope you enjoy it with the hilarious podcast host and stand up comedian and lover of porn and tours with Theo Vaughn quite often, which makes me question the nature of their relationship. But I love him. He is just so funny and so fun to talk with. And we both have decided the next time we podcast together, we need. Double the time because both times I've had time restraint time, 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 and time again. Please enjoy today's episode with the beautifully weird Mr. Ari Manis. Sharp Tongue Podcast Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Paluso. It's a personal comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me
1: yeah i want a wife you do of course don't you want not, a, not a wife. significant other
0: nothing against people who are women who like wives but that's not my jam
1: oh i thought I you were a bi.
0: Really? Do yeah. I give bi vibes?
1: Every girl does these days in Hollywood. That's true. Yeah, I'll
0: take it as a compliment.
1: Yeah, I meant it as a compliment.
0: Th- but th- but it's not really a compliment if you said every girl. Like you're like yeah, I meant it as a compliment, but it's not really a compliment. Cause it is to me. It's bi girls are
1: hot. Bring it over. That's what I say. It's Bring here. that bi girl over <laughs> to my room. <laughs> I don't
0: see you as somebody who's going to settle down ever.
1: (laughs) We don't even know each other well enough for you to say something like that.
0: I've been attacked and raped. I know men.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, that makes me sound horrible.
0: No, it just means I'm a pretty good (laughs) judge.
1: I'm a lover. I'm addicted to love. I I always am seeking a relationship. I would definitely much rather settle down than just hook up with people.
0: That sounds more like codependency.
1: Whatever it is. That's what I like.
0: Which I'm not judging.
1: Yeah, I'm codependent probably. I
0: think most people are a little codependent. Yeah. I don't, don't. think there's anything wrong with it. There's Like everything, there's a balance to it, but isn't being love I don't want it some girl love to come over and
1: use me for my body. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh. You do have a good body.
1: It's okay.
0: What would you change about it?
1: I'd like to get shredded.
0: <laughs> you could. Yeah. You know where that starts is in the kitchen. So get your fucking ass in the kitchen and make a keto smoothie. I cooked today. What'd you cook? Eggs and toast. That's not cooking. That's just heating things.
1: Eggs. They were raw eggs. Yeah. And I scrambled them up.
0: Oh, you did a little Added scramble. Added salt,
1: pepper, hot sauce. Okay. That's cooking. Slice of toast with some shredded low sodium cheese on top, melted. Oh, wow. And did a little you, butter.
0: Did you eat it alone?
1: Yeah. All by myself.
0: Do you don't have any creatures?
1: Oh, I have a snake that was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Western hognose snake. Her name's Diamond. She's real cute, real cutie.
0: How long have you had the snake? Five years. <laughs> Why did you answer that so fast?
1: Because <laughs> so I get, know. I always get the same questions. <laughs> this is, you said no small talk. This is snake small talk.
0: I texted you and I, I can't stand small talk. Just inane small talk.
1: That's life.
0: There's no, no you're not,
1: you can't go through the world avoiding small talk.
0: Well, not with like people. I actually like you, so it's like we can go beyond the small talk. And our, I think our small talk, just in the little capacity that I know you, is very funny. <laughs> and so when I texted you, did you really take it personal?
1: <laughs> I don't. I didn't know what to take. I've never gotten a text like that before. I got a text saying, "Hey, can we just not do any small talk and save it for the podcast?" <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's just unnecessary. I guess. I think a lot of people, and this is me saying this, that I talk mm-hmm. all the time. You talk. We're podcasters and mm-hmm. comedians. It's all we do. Yeah. I think people talk way too much. <laughs> <laughs> we talk we have too True. much to say yeah. none of us fucking agree with know that. what we're saying oh
1: i agree with that i'm a fucking dumb dumb
0: we're all so dumb none yeah. of us want to admit it you know half of us act like we're armchair therapists and it's just and i haven't I, heard
1: that pod but i heard it's good
0: it's actually pretty decent yeah and i call myself dr peluso so it's like i'm firing right back at myself you know
1: i think you're really you're smart i think
0: Okay, right. that, that sounded like a fucking question.
1: <laughs> you're not dumb. You're definitely not dumb.
0: <laughs> That's not a compliment, are Yeah, you? I
1: telling don't think me, you're dumb.
0: Telling me what I'm not is not a compliment. You were going to go, what, what made you stop be, having confidence in your compliment? <laughs> what did you think I was going to do, attack you?
1: <laughs> you're attacking me now, I feel you like. <laughs> you're, why, why you're, smart you? <laughs> you're smart enough. You're smart enough. You could do it.
0: That's a good podcast title.
1: My left tear duct is broken.
0: No, you're just your 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 feelings are
1: hurt. No, my left tear duct. It's been just all the time. It's just I'll be talking with someone and I start tearing up.
0: Mine does too.
1: Something's wrong with me.
0: Well, that's besides your tear duct. That, that's that's a totally <laughs> this, separate. This, issue. In this scenario,
1: it's just the tear duct. It's not my <laughs> mental state.
0: You know, I have that happen once in a while, and. Uh, there's so many factors that cause your eyes to do that, right? And so I was filming something for Facebook, and my eye kept watering, and so it made me break. Just
1: to clarify, is this for your Facebook page? Is this Facebook is paying you to film something? It was, It
0: was, uh, It was. was. you know, HQ Trivia? No. Well, it, it was Facebook's equivalent of HQ Trivia, which was okay. huge on everyone's cell phone mm-hmm. a couple years ago. It was like a trivia game you could yeah. play on your phone that was live every night. Mm-hmm,
1: and you could win money.
0: You could win money, and you had to tune in at a certain time. So we were going through a run through, and my my eye kept watering, so it was fucking up the run through because like you can't not wipe it; it's so yeah. annoying. So we had to stop, and one of the PAs on set was like, "You know, that's a sign of being nervous." And I was like, "A, hey, yeah, I'm nervous because performing is nerve wracking." Yeah,
1: what's wrong with being nervous? I'm on in front of cameras, right. On Facebook, uh, there's pressure here. I'm getting paid, right? Fuck you.
0: Why? Why, PA, why you got a chop? Bitch. Yeah, I, thank you. I wish I had you. I just want you. <laughs> To be there in all the scenarios now, to be the voice, to say exactly what I'm feeling. But I was like, oh, thank you, Greg. Yeah. Thanks for identifying my nerves.
1: You a psychology major? Yeah. Greg, you're,
0: you're getting on them. Yeah, you nerves. really,
1: you're spot on. Wow, I would have never guessed that I was nervous.
0: Thank you for identifying. your... are su- wow. Excuse me, Doctor Phil. Really going deep here. Greg, on set. who's your
1: supervisor? <laughs> oh, oh, a me? man. <laughs> Is it me? Oh, <laughs> uh, me? In that case, you're fucking fired. <laughs> Get out of here, Greg. Get off the set Wait, immediately. Wait, I
0: didn't mean it, Greg. I'm sorry. I'm a woman and I'm going to apologize. What were we talking for before we got your drippy eye? Uh, I was small gonna... talk. No. Being, you being smart. Oh, yeah, me being smart. So how come you had such a problem? Commit- Am I bored? What are you looking up here for? I'm producing this, too. Oh, that's so right. I'm just you are. You are making sure, making sure okay. everything's good. You are. You were checking all. No.
1: Everything's good. Is we're it good? good. Okay. Yeah, we're good.
0: Why did you stop? What made you stop?
1: Because I thought about it and I was like, "Are you smart?" <laughs> <laughs> but you are, you are, you are. Now, now I feel bad. You're smart. You're really smart.
0: I think I'm gonna. That's gonna be the title of the podcast. Are you smart? <laughs> are you
1: smart? You're smarter than me. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> I don't think. See, that's irrelevant. Every there's shit you know that I don't know. True.
1: Depends on the subject. Most subjects, you're smarter than me.
0: What's the subject that interests you the most that you look at, up when you're not trying to even impress anybody?
1: Pornography.
0: Okay, okay. So, what do you know about porn <laughs> that I don't know? Tell me, tell me, no, interesting. I,
1: take, uh, I was just trying to be funny. No, there's true. I mean, I do watch a lot of porn, but I'm not a porn expert. I think technology, you are. gadgets.
0: Well, there's gadgets in porn. Do you have any like new <laughs> porno gadget info no. you want to give us? <laughs> no, I don't know
1: any really do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with gadgets, good with tech, podcasting cameras. What else am I an expert in? The San Diego Padres. Been watching a lot of that this year. Okay,
0: these are hobbies. What's something that? Like, oh, okay. Like, in
1: that case, I have no knowledge on that. Really? <laughs> like cosmos? Are you interested in? The, no, that's bullshit.
0: Our bodies. How our bodies work.
1: I should know that stuff. So I don't. My dad's a doctor. What kind of doctor? Emergency room.
0: Holy shit! That's got to be so stressful. Mm-hmm.
1: I went to Harvard.
0: Okay, so we need to back up here.
1: I didn't. I just thought it'd be interesting to say that. I didn't uh, go okay, to
0: so you're a serial killer because I, <laughs> I,
1: I I really believed you. <laughs> Thank you.
0: You're really good. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> that's was, why you're a good comedian. I was
1: listening to a podcast on the way over here. Mark Marin interviewing uh, B.J. Novak.
0: Yeah, I love B.J. Novak. I don't
1: know him personally, but he went to Harvard, and I thought, man, I should start telling people I went to Harvard.
0: Just like that, though. You didn't break eye contact. You didn't itch yourself. You didn't do any of the giveaways that yeah. make it seem like you're lying. Yeah, someone
1: who does know how to lie is a fool. It's very easy to lie.
0: It's not easy to lie. I I beg to differ. We have a lot of tells. And, you know, it's like po- in poker. There's so many tells that people give that make it easy to tell if you're lying or not. You're you're just a, you're a serial killer.
1: I... Maintain the same tone of voice throughout anything, whether I'm happy, sad,
0: you do, excited. Does that mean you're on the spectrum? Probably. Have you ever but had yourself tested?
1: No. You,
0: are uh-huh. you interested in that? Nah. Why not?
1: Because if I am on the spectrum, I don't want to know that. That's sad.
0: But you can get like, I want to a-
1: think of myself as a normal man.
0: You get, you'll get sympathy, puss.
1: No, no girl's going to be like, You're on the spectrum? Oh my God. Okay. I would like to Let me start, start your this dick challenge. Right now.
0: I want to start this challenge. I bet you. I bet you that if you found out you were on the spectrum and you publicized it, you would get, not just a little bit, a flood.
1: A flood of pussy?
0: I'll back up. A deluge.
1: I don't know what that word means.
0: I said it because I knew you wouldn't, and I wanted to reestablish my intelligence on this podcast, which is my podcast in your fucking studio.
1: Let me tell you something. (laughs) The type of... This sounds vulgar. I keep saying, I don't want to say the word pussy too much, but the type of sympathy spectrum pussy I would get is not the pussy that I want.
0: What is the pussy you want?
1: I don't know, but I'm imagining a girl who would fuck a guy because he's on the spectrum and it is,
0: in my head, when I
1: close my eyes and imagine her, she is not the look that I'm going for.
0: Well, that's you being judgmental, A. Yes, yes. B, how is she not an American hero?
1: She is. No, you're right.
0: How is she not somebody that we have created a holiday for?
1: What would the holiday be called?
0: Sympathy Puss Day.
1: Sympathy Puss Day, I'll celebrate that <laughs> any day. Oh, Hey, if I had a wife, I'd encourage her to go give it up to some guy on the spectrum on that day.
0: Yes, I think that that's a way to give back. Honey,
1: go give back.
0: Give give back by backing it up, Mm-hmm. you know, from the back. Would you do it? No, <laughs> no. You're selfish. I'm very selfish. Would
1: you do it if you were single? I am single. You? I thought you were engaged. You oh, lived with a guy. To
0: Brad Pitt. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing my journey.
1: Did you just get out of a relationship then? Did you? Uh,
0: in quarantine. But,
1: but we like weren't a few engaged. months ago?
0: No. No. Did you not?
1: You lived with a man, didn't you?
0: I've lived with many a men.
1: How many? <laughs> <laughs> How many men have you lived with?
0: How many men? You sound like the Fugees. Um, I won't go into too many... I know you have You keep pro- it personal? No, you, you keep private. You have problems with cultural references.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't know who the Fuji's were.
0: No. Fungul. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I thought about Fungul for so long after I said it to you. And that clip really it it filled my soul. Okay. Um A lot I of have lived liked it. <laughs> Are we counting my dad? No. Okay.
1: It's romance.
0: Okay, because I've lived with two men platonically. No, it doesn't count. Great, but greatest scenario ever. Good. I would highly recommend it. Uh, You know, just make sure you don't have- Who was
1: the second one besides your dad? Just a male roommate?
0: Yeah, I had two male roommates. I used to, you know Leo Flowers? Yeah. Leo Flowers and I lived together. Great, great union. Really wonderful. Um, I've lived, very funny guy Mm -hmm. and a great dude. Lives Um, in San
1: Diego with a girl now.
0: He does, who's my marketing partner. And he has a great podcast that is a suicide prevention podcast called- Wow. Before You Kill Yourself.
1: I didn't know any of this.
0: Okay. Um, him and I created it and well, it was his idea. And then we were like developing it in the kitchen and then he, he, bought, ran, with he it. ran with it and made it something amazing, even better. Um, so I've lived with four romantic men. Is that's, that a weird way to say it? A decent four amount. men romantically.
1: That's a decent amount. It's a lot. Yeah.
0: To not have had one stick around. <laughs>
1: or you didn't stick around
0: I well yeah I mean neither of us did and rightfully so I mean
1: it's Hey you're picky, nothing wrong with that.
0: I'm picky, but I also think all the things I've experienced hasn't made me someone who's really trusted relationships or has and up to this point. Now I'm, you know, working on myself and all that. I haven't had the greatest examples of of relationships. But um yeah, I lived with four different men, men. that
1: you were sleeping with. Premarital sex.
0: No, we slept in separate rooms. Okay, good. Yeah, and we prayed. We prayed every night. Good girl. We didn't do any, there was no penetration. It was only praying. That's my girl. I live for God. (laughs) Praise. I let go and I let God. Have you, you've never lived with a girl? I lived with one. How long?
1: We were together, living together for six months, I want to say.
0: That's a pretty good run. Yeah. How long had you known her? Three weeks. Oh, see, okay. (laughs) Wow.
1: But hey, we loved each other. Wow We loved each other after two weeks Love is like that After three weeks we moved in
0: Love is like that
1: And it was she needed a place So it kind of all worked (laughs) out
0: (laughs) (laughs) We get to the truth
1: No like She lived in Orange County I lived in LA She worked in LA We loved each other She was gonna find a place I said don't find a place Just move in with me Wow
0: Do you regret anything from this scenario?
1: Come on You know Overall, no. Are there things? Listen, could I go back and make some things a little better?
0: What would you have made better?
1: Well, it ended with her taking all my stuff out of my apartment and giving (laughs) it to a garage sale next door. So,
0: follow up, (laughs) quick follow up here. (laughs) What did you do to make her?
1: It's a long. It is a long story, but
0: we've got twenty-five minutes.
1: Okay, so I was with this girl. We obviously moved in together fairly quickly I'd say so three weeks but it was working we we're going good we were decorating the apartment together everything's good turns out she was clinically bipolar Oof. diagnosed oh and at first I thought okay well she's on med she's had it her whole life I've never been with someone who's bipolar I didn't really know what I was getting into so everything's fine right she's super nice super great all of a sudden one day she's really mean to me, really mean, insulting me, insulting my job, insulting just my character. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is horrible. And then we, we make up and everything's great. And then it happens a few more times. And finally it happens to this time. And I just, is getting pretty serious, but I say to her, I, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't keep going through this. It's, It's ruining me. It's like it's too much for me. I'm feel i feeling abused. I just, I don't want to be treated this way. I understand you're bipolar, but, and part of me wants to understand that. And I do understand it, but I can't, I can't do this. So I broke up with her. She moves out. Two weeks go by. I miss her. We get back together. She's in my apartment. We're not like boyfriend and girlfriend again, but we're hooking up again, right? I go to work at the comedy store answering phones at the world famous comedy store down the street. And my neighbor calls me and was like, Hey, why is why is your why do you, are your guitars behind my car? I'm oh like, no. What? What are you talking about? She goes, Yeah, there." or he, it's a he goes, Why is there guitars in their shoes on the street and your clothes? And I'm like Oh no. I have no idea. So now I rush from my work. In the middle of work. I, I don't I literally don't have time to find someone to cover me any I could get fired for this. I leave, I go to my apartment. My stuff's everywhere on the street and stuff. I go to this garage sale <laughs> and uh, and was my neighbor who's my first time meeting him, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> that's my stuff <laughs> And he goes, "Oh, some girl dropped it off here and said, to "Sell it." Did but you
0: he, know immediately it was her?
1: I mean yeah, and okay. because I left her at my apartment- she was there right. So he gave my stuff back to this day. We see each other. He's the nicest guy. He's like, gives me a hug every time he sees me.
0: He didn't charge you like (laughs) $1.73. He gave me a really good deal. (laughs) Uh,
1: No, he gave it back to me. I go inside of my apartment and on my computer, she had logged into my Facebook and saw me messaging other women.
0: Right, but you had broken up.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't like that to her.
0: And what'd she do? Did she post anything on your behalf on Facebook? No,
1: like she did not do that. She, she put out my stuff at the garage sale, and she went on her Facebook and messaged uh, every girl I'd ever spoken to in my life and said, Ari's a whore. Ari's a cheating whore.
0: Thanks?
1: Yeah. So.
0: I mean, Ari's a whore is kind of a compliment. The cheating part's a little bad, but... Did any girl, did any of those people respond back to you?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of them sent me screenshots like, what's going on here? Yeah.
0: And and this is the thing. The thing about people with mental illness issues like that, like bipolarity and even borderline personality disorder, you know, they kind of, a lot of them overlap. Is it so hard to detect that early on? Because A, you have the honeymoon phase that's going on, so that puts a cloud over you. Mm -hmm. You can't see that the dick is small. You're like, everything's great. You can't see that she's crazy. The cloud, the love cloud is over you.
1: Yeah, I was infatuated. You're
0: infatuated. You're naturally infatuated in the beginning.
1: We made love many times.
0: I'm sure. And it was the greatest love of your life. Bipolar
1: chicks are good at making love.
0: Oh, my God, borderline personality disorder sufferers are amazing at sex.
1: Yeah, they're amazing.
0: It's the greatest (laughs) sex of all.
1: Borderline personality disorder, babes, hit me up.
0: (laughs) BPD dudes, (laughs) I'm right here. No more, though. That's a wrap.
1: I'll give it up for that holiday.
0: Oh, my God, it's not worth the sex. It's almost like. No, it is. uh, No. It's like heroin You're like yeah yeah It feels good but we
1: Yeah can't. I mean it isn't But it is I miss it I know what you mean
0: I, I still think about it <laughs> When I'm alone.
1: That girl who gave All my stuff To the garage sale What up i still fuck <laughs> Unblock her. me please Let's hang out
0: I don't mind Getting rid of my jeans
1: <laughs> Yeah that stuff Was old anyway I need a new microwave <laughs> My place needed To be cleaned out Thank you so much You were just looking out
0: I was ready For a fresh start <laughs> I went through a similar scenario. I've talked about it many times. Except
1: you were putting a guy's stuff outside?
0: No, I had to get a restraining order.
1: Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) Here we go.
0: (laughs) It was brutal. And there's still, you know.
1: I'm sorry you went through that. I didn't mean to make light I'm of I'm sorry you went through that. Um, I just
0: made jokes and laughed in your face. I didn't even apologize.
1: What's, what's the restraining order? How'd this come about? Mm. How'd this gentleman lose his mind on you?
0: It, it was a sim- similar scenario where it, his truth wasn't revealed until his claws had been dug into my life a little bit
1: okay. deeper. You were living together, I assume? No.
0: no. I knew enough because I had <laughs> graveyards of relationships mm. past for examples as to how to put the brakes on that moving in together so luckily i learned a little bit but i whew, the dick was good
1: <laughs> real yeah
0: you know i'm supposed to be um an adult and like respectful but he was yeah a
1: thicky he had a thicky, thicky on dicky it just yeah.
0: it wasn't even it wasn't even the shape of it. it was
1: just the the way it was used he knew how to use it he knew
0: how to use it and he
1: was a 10 minute man not a five minute man
0: i mean sometimes five minutes it felt like Amazing, yeah. you know, eternity. Yeah, but that's the thing about people with those sort of like disorders is that there's such high and lows, and there tends to be a lot of sexuality around it. I think they tend to ha- view sexuality and use sexuality in a way that is just different from people who don't suffer like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I got swung up. I got just thro- dick down. Di- I got dick down. Yeah, and um, you know, it's one of those things. I don't know if you experience this with her, where when I look back. At the, the 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 way the just the spectrum of our relationship, I see the red flags, but I didn't see them in the min, in the middle of it.
1: Right. Yes, definitely. You know. Of course.
0: And like people who don't experience this, people who are just in their healthy, evolved relationships with self actualized people, those don't are fucking the minority. They're people. the minority. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. They're like well, and you- good
1: for them. but yeah, they're the minority. I'm, I'm happy yeah, for yeah. you.
0: It takes us a little bit longer. I'm grouping yeah. you in this scenario. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We we have to. We're the ones that let you know. We're in our thirties and we're out. single. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: But friends, like, didn't you see red flags? Yeah, I saw like six of them. It fucking looked fun. It looked like a damn emotionally toxic amusement theme park that I wanted to hang out in for the rest of my life. <laughs> Please don't judge me. Yeah. I put the flags on like a fucking like 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 patches from war. And I just got caught up in it, but I, there were scenarios. Looking back, I was like, "Oh, I should have known what that was." Like there was one, he would—he didn't live near me. Where do you live? East Coast.
1: Oh, real, real distance. We don't want to get too
0: shit. specific, but
1: what was the final straw that made you go? I need a restraining order, though, because if he already lived on the East Coast.
0: Well, he was coming out. He would come out and stay with me, uh-huh. and like after a couple times, he was like, "You know, if you want to put me on one of your bills, I can help." Pay and I, I didn't need any help paying, so I just thought that was strange. Uh, just for a second, maybe he
1: felt bad. Yeah, he felt like he was you, you know, you're paying for his rent, and he's like, I, you know, let me yeah. contribute here.
0: That's the nice approach, but yeah, unfortunately, there is a, <laughs> <laughs> a strategic thing that happens with people who have this sort of disability. I want to call it is because they just they prey on people and they use people and they suck them dry and they move on to the next one. They're like hu- they're like human locusts. And um, he got violent and he got emotionally abusive, similar to your ex. And it it just, after so many cycles of that, I was like, okay, this is insane. And I don't know how to get out just in a normal way because of how he is. Yeah. I had to, like, call in enforcements and sort of start to get him out of my life and peel him away. And it, there was a, the straw that broke the borderline personality disorder's back, <laughs> was he um, also had, like, substance abuse issues. Alcohol? Alcohol. And he yeah. also was in war. He was a veteran. Oh, which branch? Um, the, uh, I think Army. But, I, again, okay. I don't know because uh, there were so many lies that were told. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so supposedly the Army.
0: Supposedly the Army. Maybe mm-hmm. he just played G.I. Joe. Green Beret. But I think he was actually in, uh, you know, fought in Might have some PTSD. Yeah, and so definitely some PTSD. He broke into my apartment. And your post, he was Al-Qaeda. Oh, God. It was. It was ground zero. It was just, it was a war-torn, literally, literally a war-torn country down there. That's hot. Never forget. Um, Yeah, he broke into my place. He, like, broke into my place one day.
1: After the restraining order? No, this is Before. how we led into oh, the restraining
0: order. It. And actually, I, it had gotten sticky towards the end. It was getting messy. You know, it's not like I had this all planned out and it was neat. I realized I needed a restraining order. He could sense that I was freaked out, so he started to you know height, heighten his approach to everything and get a little bit crazier because he could feel me slipping away. Mm-hmm. I could feel that happening, so I asked actually Justin Martindale to come over and stay uh, one night because That I was your sick.
1: protector? <laughs> I know. You're like, "Who can I get to protect me from this violent war veteran?" Let's get a flamboyant homosexual <laughs> comedian.
0: <laughs> I'm still working on myself. <laughs>
1: Shout out, Justin Martindale. Very funny. Very awesome guy. Funny. Yeah. And he showed up for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And he was like, yeah, I'll protect you. He That's showed a man up right in a there. very
0: brightly colored outfit. <laughs> and great hair. He Always.
1: I've never seen him with bad <laughs> the hair. greatest hair. Always the best hair. He's like,
0: I'm here for support. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would have liked to see what he would do when that guy shows up. Hey. He hid in a bush. You need to back off. He <laughs> Oh, that happened, and he hit. Okay, so so he was not a protector.
0: I don't know how to pick boyfriends or security. He shut up, and Justin's like, "Hey, girl,
1: I'm gonna go to that bush." So sorry.
0: He was like, "Girl, you in danger.
1: I'm gonna go hide in that bush." I'm sorry. I I didn't I bit off more than I could chew. <laughs> and normally that's
0: a good thing in West Hollywood, but here it's too much. I've reached my limit. I'm terrible at choosing security and boyfriends. Clearly. But so like Justin did stay over um and, he <laughs> and I told him I felt like my ex was kind of um spying on me and, and staking out my place and he was and so I left in the morning to go get the restraining order and J- I left Justin there I have my dogs and all my stuff I was like just wait here and let me go get the restraining order. wait
1: here and if someone comes just go hide in the bush <laughs> there's again. a couple bushes
0: <laughs> there's a couple bushes out there <laughs> with your name on <laughs> so I go and I from my place to the Santa Monica courthouse isn't mm. that far you know it was like a 20 minute drive About half an hour after I leave, Justin, I'm in line to get this. Justin sends me a text and he's like, he's here. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, no, he's here. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, he's drilling your door down. He had gotten, somehow uh, swindled a locksmith to believe that he lived there because he had been there times and times before and knew how to get into the building, knew the, the way around. He convinced a locksmith to come in.
1: Not hard. I've done that before as well. Not hard at all. Yeah.
0: To drill my door down. And so he's drilling the door down and Justin's inside with my dogs. And he was like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, I don't know. I just, please make sure my dogs are okay. I'm getting this restraining order. And that's when Justin went and hit in, I think that's when he hid in the bush. <laughs> at some point there was a bush that was hidden in Um, I was able to get the restraining order. I did come back that day. And the cops had been called multiple times prior to that on him. I had called the cops because there was, you know, dangerous scenarios. Uh-huh. And We're laughing about all this, and it, we need to laugh about it. But it was
1: not funny at the it time. It was not funny. Yeah.
0: It was one of the most stressful times of my life, and I felt like, how could I, someone who's kind of smart, allow this to happen? I don't know if you felt like that during your six months.
1: I knew how I allowed it to happen. How she had that sweet, sweet puss. It was
0: a sweet dick. Yeah. And sometimes it's just the simplest answer is the answer. You you were pussified. You were pussified. You were pussified, and I was Mm dickmatized. And the moral of that story is:
1: try try your best not to let that happen. But but (laughs) try
0: try it once because the sex is so good. (laughs) Yeah,
1: good luck letting that not happen. But try.
0: Did you? What did you learn out of that scenario? Because if you're somebody who wants love, you obviously like and respect relationships. Yeah, absolutely. What did you learn Uh, about yourself?
1: Well, so I learned, I probably moved in too fast. But on one hand, if we didn't move in together, maybe we'd still be together. You know what I mean? It kind of expedited the relationship.
0: That's interesting.
1: So I do look at that like I don't fully regret it because it got me through it faster. So there's that, but also I guess I just learned, I don't know, I, I just learned that how to deal with a bipolar person a little better.
0: Did you, and this is me projecting, did you think any part of you attracted that type of person because there's a part of you that you didn't learn to love?
1: So I go for girls that are out of my league. You know, I, I, I let's just Is that why honest. you're giving me
0: bedroom eyes right now?
1: No, so, <laughs> just so so I'm like what, I, you know I'm okay. I'm a, a decent-looking guy, but I like hot girls, right? And I and now I'm starting to realize as I get older that the hot girls that are interested in me, they're not gonna be. I gotta go for girls that are more normal.
0: <laughs> like when you say hot, I picture just from the little bit I know about you, I picture porno hot. I picture like. There's a lot of accessories. Mm -mm. No,
1: just beautiful women.
0: Oh, well, there's nothing wrong. Why is that? Why why do you. Okay, there we go. So, why do you think beautiful women are out of your league?
1: Well, just girls who are out of my league. You know, when you look at them, you're like, she's way better looking than he is.
0: That's so interesting as a society how we deem the attractiveness of somebody to be the level to which we deserve or undeserve them. Because, like, and maybe it's more of a statement on women, like, Obviously, we all need to be attracted to a mate. That's just an evolutionary Mm -hmm. necessity. But if we go a step further, it's almost like our attractiveness is our value. And so you're saying that the woman, because she's really attractive, is out of your league, which makes... You're also saying that because she's so attractive, she is the supreme being, not she's intelligent, or she has this to offer.
1: Well, you find out those things later. Right. Initially, it's just attractiveness.
0: Right. You find it out later when your door's being drilled down and your guitar's leaning against your neighbor's Subaru.
1: Yeah, I think so. So, (laughs) you know, there's so many people who I'm sure are listening to this and go, you know, looks aren't everything. I'm a girl, and I like guys for their personality. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, maybe eventually. I'm not saying looks are the only thing that matters, but initially you're like, oh, man, I want to... Smasher, yeah, vagina. See, with my I, penis.
0: I think you can have both. I think, and I see what you're saying. You got to go for normal girls. I don't agree with that. I think that it just takes a really long time to find somebody who's compatible, and some of us will never do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, L.A. <laughs> I've been blaming L.A. a lot lately. You know what? I have fuck to. Fuck L.A. Dude. Fuck L.A. Yeah.
0: This is not a place you go to date. This is where you go to die.
1: Everyone here is mentally ill, and. It's including myself, so I need to go somewhere and find a more sane person.
0: You're not a mentally ill. You're mentally challenged. There's a <laughs> difference. <challenged>. The point <laughs>
1: is, everyone here is a nut job.
0: Everyone here is a nut job,
1: and you can't have two nut jobs.
0: You can't have two.
1: You could have one slight nut nut job per right. relationship.
0: And the dream chaser um, recipe has to be balanced. And what dreams you're both chasing, they kind of need to balance each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't both be going towards. Comedy There's only like a couple people Who've really made that work Yeah And and it's I think that's an enigma I think that it is A unicorn of relationships When both people Are in the same oh, Exact industry If a girl
1: tells me She wants to do stand up That's a red flag
0: I feel the same way
1: Oh, yeah, she's nuts.
0: It's it, yeah. You're done. I, especially when they haven't done it and they and you, you're dating and they're like, well, I'm thinking about trying it. Bye.
1: Peace. Check. Yeah. I would say, oh, you totally should. But in my head, I'm like, and I'm never talking to you ever again. Yeah, and this is my last. <laughs> this will be my last
0: <laughs> video with you in life. Uh-huh. I'm shutting off. This is it. That's it.
1: So, yeah, I kind of want to just take my van that I'm building, <gasps> building camper van, and then just go to a small town
0: and find a nice Just, girl. Yeah,
1: find a nice girl that accepts me for my van.
0: And she's in one of these she's in like a little house in the prairie dress.
1: Yes, and then rescue her and bring her back to LA at the big city.
0: To which where she will develop borderline personality disorder because Probably. of the city. Yeah. She will develop mental illness because of the city. Mm-hmm. And then your stuff will still be out on the line.
1: <laughs> yeah, most likely. Bring rescue her, bring her here, have her <laughs> be very codependent upon me need me basically to survive here in the city. And I think that's a recipe for relationship success.
0: It also sounds like... I should write a book about you dating. Sh- you, honestly, yeah. you need to write something about what happened with your shit on the lawn, and that needs to be the opening scene.
1: <laughs> that's where it started? Yes, it's, but it has I to, have start. to I have to get married so that I could prove like, I made it all work.
0: Yeah, maybe you start with the scene of your guitars on the lawn, mm-hmm. and then it cuts back. It, that's the. That's the back scene and then it cuts to real life the current time and you're married with kids and you're thinking about that sweet mm-hmm. sweet puss. How
1: I got from there to here.
0: Yeah and then that crazy girl hits you back up and then it opens up
1: <laughs> and that ends my marriage, <laughs> your
0: marriage ends. Yeah. Well, that, I don't know if it's a movie circle. or it could be life. I mean, maybe I'm predicting what's going to happen to you. I don't know you know but I do think it's very hard to date in this city. I've said the same thing.
1: Yeah it's it's tough. I'm on the app's I DM girls on Instagram. You do? But what else is there really?
0: What, it's, see that's a hard thing because- I don't s- like going to bars. I, I'm the opposite. I, not that I like to meet people in bars, I like to meet people in life. And I feel like the app conversations sort of take away some of the natural magic that happens when you meet somebody.
1: it's COVID times, it's hard to meet people in life right now.
0: Well you go to dog parks. I don't have a dog. Put your leash on a snake, <laughs> get creative.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's so easy for a girl to say, or oh, just go to a dog park, you could go to a dog park and five guys will ask you for your number. Yeah. I could go to a dog park and creep out five girls, sure. You could get <laughs> five
0: calls to the police <laughs> <Yeah>. on
1: you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is very difficult. And this is something like guys ask often. They're like, how do I approach a girl in the COVID times? DMs are cute. But I still think...
1: You're right. In yeah. life... Yeah. In person's better for sure.
0: And it's... It, it's... is. It's so hard because there's such a fine line because women are s- so much on heightened alert because of what we've been through and what we have to go through that we're always thinking someone's trying to fuck us, rob us, or fuck us. <laughs> and and none of those are things we want to happen because we do want to get fucked, but not out of our not control. just fucked, not you just want, fucked. You want
1: to get used for your vagina, holes. right?
0: Not in the street in these new in this outfit. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to get to work. Yeah. So we're on defense. So, you have to think of it that so. way. You have to understand the yeah. creature you're dealing with. Okay, this woman might be on the defense. She might be stressed out today, or she might have a husband, or mm-hmm. there's so, so much many for you things. to think yeah. about.
1: That's why I don't approach women oh, no in real life. No wonder
0: you guys aren't flirting anymore.
1: I don't do that shit. Fuck. Next thing you know, I'm getting beat up by her boyfriend. I'm not a fighter.
0: You know, I will. Do you want my advice? Yeah. I will say, and this is like something that rings true this, the simplest answer is always usually the best answer and just give her a compliment
1: just the age old hey i really like your blouse
0: yeah an age old whatever i mean blouse the word blouse is a little creepy i will say i don't know maybe update your
1: i really like that shirt is that from H&M?
0: yes and here's the tell if she goes oh yeah thanks she'll want to talk to you but
1: what's in what it what if she doesn't want doesn't she have to say thanks even if she doesn't want to talk to me? No. What would she say if she doesn't want that's to talk to me? That's
0: you being a white man in America thinking a woman needs to respond to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so so basically, if she doesn't want to talk to me, she'll be a complete utter bitch.
0: Yes, that's what I do. <laughs> okay. I'll go I go no. You nope. say no? Yeah, I go no. no that's thank horrible. You. No, it's not. Yes, it I is. I don't owe you anything.
1: You owe someone common courtesy.
0: No, I don't. Yeah. Cause you, you know do. who gives common courtesy? Who? And who did give common courtesy? Who? Ted Bundy.
1: So you're saying if you give common courtesy, you're Ted Bundy? You're no, a killer? What
0: I'm saying is you're not you're not remembering what I told you to remember. That Women every girl's on, the- on defense. Yes.
1: It doesn't matter. I expect humans, other humans, male, female, black, white, doesn't matter. They need to come back at me with respect and kindness and manners. And part of manners is when someone says, <gasps> Nice shirt, you say thank you so much.
0: Ari manners.
1: Yeah. E. You need to
0: have a new like quick little clip of Ari e. Manners of what you demand from from, from society. in society. Yeah, <laughs> I disagree, but this is, this is fine. I mm-hmm. like disagreeing. I don't think anyone owes you anything. I don't think anyone owes you any, any respect. Not you. I think people in general. I think people should give respect. But those two things can exist at the same time. You can believe, I believe, I'm not owed anything. But I also believe I owe... Gratitude to people in the world Now where it gets tricky is being a woman And a man comes up to her You have to like suss it out But as a woman who's experienced some shit I'm gonna go off of my gut And if my gut is that you're a creepy motherfucker I'm gonna go no And I don't think you're a creepy motherfucker I think you're a really nice sweet I person I just think
1: you ne- Like what if I was a gay guy complimenting your shirt And you were just like no you know? I
0: would probably no And a gay guy would compliment Maybe. your shoes They go shoes first <laughs> Or your nails. They, they get very specific. But here's the thing. So I was going to say, if she continues to talk to you or ask you a question, boom. boom. And there's a small window where you got to be like, I would love to take you out for coffee.
1: Yeah. There's a small window and you better get it.
0: Get it. Get her number. Seal the deal. Real men have intentions and make plans.
1: It's really just not being scared of rejection, which I am scared of.
0: That's natural. You're a human. Yeah. So am I.
1: Yeah. But you know. You're right. Yeah, the the rare times that I have hit on a girl in person, it's way better. It's so much better. It's healthier. Yeah, you like each other more. It's a better story to tell your kids. It's better on pretty much every level.
0: Right? Not I slid into your mom's DMs, <laughs> which so many people are saying yeah, they it's have to common. say it now. It's mm-hmm. so common. But there's still some magic to life that, you know, even though you and I have had a hard time choosing people to allow into our places to live, mm-hmm. um. We still fucking tried. We put ourselves out there. Yeah, and even though I'm we fine. got it wrong, it just armors you to be able to talk to people in public, which I think, because you are sweet. You're such a sweet person. And and if you go into the DMs, you're creepy. And especially if people go back to your page, there's a lot of creepiness <laughs> there. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying social media is against you, Ari.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right about that.
0: It's so against you because if they see your, if a woman sees your persona and meets you, they're nah and some might be uh huh, but I don't know if I trust them. I don't know if I trust those girls to be the ones. I want you to meet somebody in a park.
1: Mm-hmm. What should I delete off my social? That makes me look creepy.
0: Everything. Okay. Damn. I love fucking with you.
1: I know. So I really what's do. what's the premise to this podcast? Did we just we just chit chat?
0: Yeah, you know, I never. It was a good
1: convo, but I feel like. This was all small talk, what you wanted to avoid. It's so
0: funny. And then at the end you'll see when I post it, you're gonna see what I what what really happened to you.
1: Is there a game?
0: Yeah, there's a- always a game.
1: Is there like a, a scorecard to the podcast? Did I win or lose? No,
0: but now I kinda want one.
1: Did I You won? You How always would win. you assess this episode compared to some of your previous episodes? One was of my favorites. One of the absolute best. You're saying I'm the best out there? I think there you're is.
0: one of the best to talk to. Wow. I do. There's, like, probably five people who are really good.
1: And and this, and this also, when you're saying this, with you, there's chemistry. You know, there's certain people who I like talking to, but I would say, you know, there's other people who are great at talking to other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you and I have yeah. a good rapport. Yeah.
0: I also, you make me laugh. You take punches really well. I love that you give them right back. You've got all the makings for just a great pod partner. Wow. If only we weren't both comedians, we probably could make a really nice life together.
1: Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> Well, we could still close our eyes and pretend.
0: Well, You can't because your eyes are like literally just <laughs> leaking. Yeah.
1: My tear duct's broken.
0: <laughs> Is there any parting words? Here's one thing I want you to, to do because I usually have okay. m- my guests like, not advice, but just like a little something because everyone's struggling. We're all struggling. We're all separated mm-hmm. and um, isolated. Is there anything you want to say to people who are listening who might be like, I don't know, feeling down and feeling like it's hard to date and not knowing you know what they need to do in their life like maybe just a little bit of like re manners that we can give to
1: i think always be a kind person and i think you also just got to go for it and take a risk there's too many people out there and i've found this when i've asked them out that they're just kind of scared to go for it they're tepid they're like i don't know i'm kind of comfortable in my bed and i'll just watch porn and make myself come and then that's it yep you gotta put down your vibrator Pull it out. Answer that guy. (laughs) Pull it out. Answer that guy in your DMs and just go get coffee with him. Just see what happens.
0: Also, this is you not having to say hi to people in public. Got it. Okay, that's good and solid advice for you. (laughs) Guys, the advice is answer Ari's DMs. You know what I just realized? We need to schedule two hours next time.
1: Oh, yeah. This could go on for maybe three.
0: We should Next time we We podcast together, we should – to schedule as long time as we can and then just let it fizzle we've out we've always
1: left people wanting more yeah both our podcasts
0: we should leave them wanting us to shut up
1: the ending last time was great i was like what time do you have to get out of here again and you're like 1 and it was one i'm like all right see you later <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah i gotta go
1: okay god bless you
0: god bless you thank you Bye.